Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, pleased to be with you on this Monday. Shout out to the Baylor Club. Love doing shows from there. Love the hospitality and the uh, beautiful views of the Brazos, McLean Stadium. And a man who likes the Baylor Club, he's been by there, likes to try that buffet out. Mike McGraw, Baylor men's golf coach, joining us now uh, from the scene of the uh, inaugural Bear Brawl. All right, that's B-R-A-W-L. And, um, uh, Mike, I, I need to congratulate you. The Bears win the inaugural. It just happened not long ago. They take Y'all take down uh, the Roadrunners of UTSA and the Bears. Uh, uh, so congrats on this, uh, on this victory, and what a fun event. I was very upset that I couldn't be there today, but it looked like everybody had a lot of fun. It was great, and thanks very much, Matt, for saying that. It was uh, an event that was created kind of sort of at the last minute. When we were in a Laredo a month and a half ago, I realized, you know, I knew we had one day of extra competition that wasn't being used, and then I asked, and a couple other coaches said they didn't. And so before you knew it, we had a four-team four event where everybody could come up here to Waco. They played a practice round yesterday. We had a pairings party last night to set the matches for the morning, and uh, – we played Abilene Christian this morning and just had a great match with them. That, they played beautifully, and we won in a playoff. So we got to the championship match this afternoon. It was a fun day for everybody. Well, and, and uh, for people that are, love history like I do, um, it hadn't happened since um, 2005 that you that, uh, the Bears had hosted one right in, in Waco. And uh, so this is this is really cool. So when we're saying inaugural, like we might keep doing this, Mike, is that the um, is that the plan? Do you do you want to try to get this thing going on an annual basis, or do you have to kind of wait and see on that? Well, it's a wait and see because you know you have some tournaments are two day tournaments, some are three day tournaments, and you get a total yeah. of twenty four competitive days. So some years you end up with an odd number, twenty three, and uh, on those years, you'd like to use that day for something, and yeah, I'd love to do it again if we had a chance. But I, eventually, I'd like to host another stroke play event in in Waco. I think it would be great to do it here. All right, and what was the 2005 tournament? Was it? I'm trying to think back. That probably would have been uh, Hobby. Tim Hobby was probably uh, coaching the Bears back back then. Was it at Ridgewood or Cottonwood or what was the uh, uh, what who? Uh, you know, what was the event like in 2005? Well, it was called the Baylor Bear Classic, I think. And Greg Priest okay. was actually the coach. And ah. they played it at Bear Ridge. So it was, I think Bear Ridge was about three years old at the time. And Greg hosted the event. And so anyway, I would love to host in Waco. I think it's great when our guys can play in front of local fans. We had fans out there today. And their teammates, the guys who weren't in the top five, all came out after class today and watched the afternoon match. So, you know, our guys don't get to play in front of a hometown crowd, so to get to do it today was a lot of fun. All right, and, and what about the players that had not been going out? I mean, I was going to even ask you recently, and I just didn't get around to it because I was like, man, that Dossie, there was uh, uh, Luke Dossie was just great in one of those tournaments. Was it last season? I get my seasons mixed up. But, I mean, he I think it was last year he went extremely low. And then a couple of these guys have just not, you, you know, haven't been able to go with you to tournaments. Uh, have they just been qualifying well? What was the uh, – what went into 
kind of who got to uh, compete in this thing? Because you had a couple of guys making their first starts this season. Yeah, it was a deal where Johnny Keeper had played so well that I decided to exempt him. He's played well every week. He's ranked 28th in the country and, and certainly had been going through the qualifying process every tournament. So I exempted Johnny. Uh, we were going to save one coach's pick, and then the guys got to play a one-day shootout for those other three spots. And so Luke Dossey, Brandon Hoff, and Tyler Eisenhart got all three of those spots. And honestly, all three of them did something pretty special. Uh, Brandon won his afternoon match six and five. Uh, Tyler Eisenhart won his morning match and was in a playoff, ready to play a playoff in the afternoon match before the final outcome was already decided. So they didn't go into that playoff. And Luke Dossey made a 15-footer for a birdie on a playoff hole for us to beat Texas San Antonio. So it was kind of great. All three of them, you know, pitched in and did a great job today. Yeah, isn't it cool to do a match play event right after the PGA Tour just had its match play right down the road in uh, Austin? And I'm sure you got to see a little bit of that. Um, And uh, it's a whole different format. Some people really excel at it. Others don't love it because it's just not something they're used to doing all that much. Um, the uh, I, I think you find out a lot about your players, probably put them, putting them in those match play. Uh, is that is that accurate, uh, Mike? Is that is it kind of a fun way to kind of judge where your guys are when you put them in those match play situations? I think so, and the reason I think that is because every single hole has an outcome. You either win the hole, you tie the hole, or you lose the hole. So eventually there's going to be some sort of pressure putt or shot on every hole, whether it's you or your opponent. So there's nail-biting literally every hole. So that's kind of great. And You see how a kid handles adversity. You see uh, how he can come back from a deficit. And you just it's a really good deal. Plus, the national championship, the last three days, are match play. And we play the Big 12 match play championship in the fall. So to bring the Bear Brawl into Waco and do it in a match play format made all the sense in the world. All right, and it's so gorgeous out lately. How's Ridgewood uh, playing? I mean, I've always, uh, I've always wanted to to be to be on the course there, uh, but you know, I just don't have that kind of uh, don't have those kinds of friends, uh, Mike, that can get me on an exclusive club like that. But what was the uh, what was Ridgewood playing like, and and uh, what kind of shape was it in? Well, you know, it was windy today and hot, so it was playing fast. The, green, the fairways are still sort of in a dormant stage. So on a downwind hole, you could drive it 70, 80, maybe 100 yards further than you normally would. But it made the approach shot very difficult because most of those hole locations on the downwind holes were at the front of the green. So it didn't make it that easy to play approach shots, but the greens were absolutely perfect. They were firm, fast, and, I mean, you couldn't make a ball mark in of the day. So – that part made it a lot of fun, and, and downwind, it was a real struggle to hold your golf ball, to hold a green. So it was fun. It played great. I'm watching on social media uh, Luke Dossie uh, make an eagle a couple of hours ago, uh, and it, that gave him a one-up lead. Uh, I I react differently to eagles than, than Luke. I'm not saying there have been a lot in my career, but it really seemed kind of like a ho-hum type deal. Was that one of those um, holes that was playing downwind and he and he launched it down there? What was uh, what, what what went into that eagle there on, uh, yeah, let's see. I don't know. I can't really tell what hole that is. Nine. It was on nine. Yeah, you know, the uh, 
the ninth hole is a down downwind today, downhill, par five. So if you could catch the speed slot on that fairway, you were going to end up with a nine or an eight iron to the green in two. So it was really sort of a par four today. But the truth is, it, on the scorecard, it's a par five, and he made an eagle, and he wanted his hole and that you know that hole uh, to go one up. So yeah, really good. Uh, Really, one of those holes where the, the ball would roll a long way down the fairway. Everybody was having seven, eight, or nine iron into that green. Yeah, well, it was great competition. I mean, I see. It looks like you got the right people involved because um, it, it, you know, nobody. Uh, I mean, even I mean, it's it's very unusual for for Johnny to ever lose a match play, really, with any team y'all play, uh, and and he was the only guy who. Um, I mean, not to single him out, and he's probably going to be real happy with me, but lost in that afternoon match. And I thought that was kind of interesting. You chose to uh, put Luke Dossie and Eisenhart um, out last. You had Luke Dossie out first this morning. What goes into that kind of strategy? Do you sometimes want to change it up and and have guys go out and maybe try to jump on people early? What is the what's the thought process when you're when you're putting the lineup together like that? Yeah, you're not doing that. You put out a player, and then you react to who they put out. So it's not like I've got to get Luke out first or Johnny out first. That's not it at all. And and if you look at it, Johnny's you know one of the best players in the country. We paired him against their best player both in the morning and in the afternoon. So he's playing the the toughest yeah. player in the tournament. So uh, and you know he played a good match and and actually fought back to almost win that match. But uh, you know I was telling somebody today. You know, it's too bad he lost that match. He's twelve and three in three years in the Big Twelve match play championship. Twelve and three. He's, he's really dominant at match play. So, um, yeah, he played fine today. Just he ran into a buzzsaw. All right, talking to Mike McGraw uh, and uh, Bears get that uh, Bear brawl. They get the victory out there. In fact, I'm watching Johnny. This probably is Matt Roberts taking some of these photos. Uh, it looks like your assistant was on the scene. I don't know if you saw this one. And uh, Johnny's up on one one leg. He he must be trying to see you know where it ended up or whatever. But it's uh, kind of an interesting. There's a flair to his game, uh, and we've always talked about it. And it's uh, uh, but I, I do think it's kind of it, you know it rubs off on uh, his teammates to a certain extent. Yeah, you know his teammates really respect him, and they respect him because. He takes care of his business. He eats right. He trains right. He works as hard as anybody on the team. He's making almost a 4.0 in, in accounting. I mean, Johnny does it right. And so they, they do have a lot of respect for him. And, and they know, every one of his teammates know he was fighting to the very bitter end. So, um, yeah, and he does have a lot of flair. He's got a lot of – he plays with a lot of excitement. It's fun to watch him play. Did you put some shorts on today? coach um i mean it's a gorgeous day but i it seems like no matter what the weather you always have those kind of black long pants did you have you could did you consider maybe uh getting some sun put some shorts on today nope nope absolutely <laughs> no <laughs> that will never ever happen <laughs> why are you so opposed to shorts i mean it's <laughs> I'm old school, and I just don't want to scare the uh, the gallery away. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it looked like some people, like you said, came out today, and and uh, hopefully this thing catches on. I hope you get to do it again because I really wanted to be out there, 
And uh, so you're saying, like, when you say they like he eats the right way, are you telling me, like, after a tournament, if they're grilling cheeseburgers and stuff for everybody out there, will he grab a cheeseburger, or is he so disciplined he's going to eat something different? Like, I mean, are, are we talking, like, high-level, hey, I, I'd like to eat a piece of fish kind of thing? I, I'm, I mean, I'm not used to hearing things like this. He's not obsessive. But he, he does make more good choices than bad choices with, uh, with his food choices. He's, he's really smart about that, and he trains hard. I'm, I'm not even joking. He's, he's really trying to train like a professional would, and I think, uh, I think his teammates feed off of that, which is great. But he'll eat a cheeseburger occasionally. Okay. Yeah, everybody deserves a cheeseburger every once in a while. Now, I noticed the other day, I think uh, I saw a tweet about Grider starting his Corn Ferry career. Give us an update on on how he did and then um, and then how some of the other uh, Cooper Dossie, uh, some of the other guys that are playing on some different tours out there. There was one guy that I think was playing maybe on the – he had qualified on the Canadian tour, I remember seeing, you know uh, – Oh, I don't know how long ago that was. I looked at that. How are some of your former Bears doing? Okay, uh, Ryan did qualify. He went through the Monday qualifying at the Corn Ferry last week. Made it yeah. through. Birdied the last five holes to get in. And then he missed the cut by two shots, but played just fine. And I texted him afterwards and told him, I asked him what he learned, and he said, I learned that I want to do this for a living. So it's like he, he realized this is why I'm doing this. He's so excited to be there. Now, Cooper Dossie shot 58 last month. Or the, earlier this month, fifty-eight in a in an APT <laughs> event. So, and Cooper's the only only player in worldwide golf who's shot in the fifties twice in the last month. He's the only guy in the world who's done it. So he's not afraid to go low. Colin Cobra, Braden Bailey, Garrett May are all still playing. You know, mini tours along with Travis McEnroe. So we've got guys competing and trying to play the game for a living. Real proud of all those guys. Man, I love it. I love to see it. Your your former days at uh, Oklahoma State, you've obviously had some unbelievable players, and it's really fun to see a lot of your uh, your Bears now out there trying to grind it away and see if they can make it on tour. And, uh, uh, you know, Jimmy kind of showed everybody the way uh, with, uh, you know, the Baylor's uh, only major championship winner. And so who knows, maybe uh, Dossie or Grider or one of these guys will be the next Jimmy Walker. Um, well, that's fun. I'm glad you brought up uh, – I'm glad you corrected me on that, uh, Greg Priest. That that was my old uh, friend, and we used to we used to hook up and play an occasional uh, scramble together um, back in the day. And uh, Greg's he a would, great guy. He, he was on my podcast last, a week or so ago. Love that guy. Yeah, yeah. And Tyler, uh, Tyler Texas now doing some uh, – yeah. over all that. But uh, – but anyway, well, listen, good to visit with you, and congratulations on the successful um, Bear Brawl. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to go out there. Uh, Mike, let me know when the next time it's going to be downwind. That's the way I like to play courses, when I get a, 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 a big wind behind me, and I'll, Matt, I'll try to. I thought to, your uh, entire yeah. life was played downwind. I thought you just had it made like that. <laughs> Absolutely. I just kind of I just kind of act like that. I don't know if there's any truth to it. Uh, all right. Well, good to visit with you and congrats on the win and uh, look forward to uh, seeing what's coming up next. All right. Thanks so much, Matt. We'll see you. You bet. There he goes. Mike McGraw, the uh, Baylor men's golf coach, does a tremendous job, refuses to wear shorts. Very old school. 
and uh, came up under Mike Holder at Oklahoma State, and I just do not believe they 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 don't believe in shorts. Just put on the the khakis. Although Mike likes the dark pants, I I seem to recall. Uh, it is the Matt.